Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Well, hello, everyone. This is uh, Rob Oxenford, and uh, thank you for joining us today here on Life Chat. Um, with us uh, today are uh, Anna Coleman. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, Gary Hager. Hello, everyone. Pleasure to be here. All right. Thank you. Uh, so today uh, we're going to be starting off a, a series of um, podcasts that we're going to be doing on uh, life moments. Obviously, there's a lot of different times where uh, insurance is definitely a topic of conversation as we look towards the future or uh, having kind of large milestone life events. And today we're actually going to be talking about getting married, which I know is a, a significant life event for um, well everybody. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a fun, joyous time when you're really trying to look towards the future, and I think you really are considering uh, um, kind of what that future looks like. Um, I know that we've all, I think all three of us, uh, have different years of marriage under our belt, might be the best way to say it, even some even months. Definitely want to uh, kind of have a conversation of um, starting things out here. Why do we feel that when you are getting married, why I guess the future seems, why discussions of the future become such a big thing? That's a great question. Um, I'll start. I have been married for almost five months. And so I, my husband and I are starting that conversation of the future and uh, just that we want to be there for each other financially and thinking about starting a family and all those uh, different things you talk about when you get married. So for me, it's definitely a subject that is top of mind um, at mm -hmm. my age, which I know is not true for a lot of people. I know, especially since I work in the life insurance industry, it's something that I thought about when getting married. Um, but I think it's a very important discussion to have. And I think as uh, when people do get married, uh, the the future is what you have together. And mm -hmm. so you had like your, your, mm -hmm. your time previous and, and now with your new uh, husband, your new wife, uh, it's an exciting time. And so you do think about your future and how that will go for the two of you. And what does that look like? And does it include children? Does it um, include moving? You know, what kind of careers and, and all of that. And I think for for both husbands and wives, it's, um, you know, the, the financial stability is important. And uh, life insurance definitely plays a large role in that financial stability um, that uh, could definitely happen down the line. Mm -hmm. And I think you, make, you both make some very valid points there. I think, you know, when you do get married, it's the first time I... I I mean, obviously your families always count on you and stuff like that, but I think it's the first time you ever feel it like, wow, this person really needs to me to be around in some capacity, you know, whether that's from housing, children, raising children, putting food on the table, things like that. You know, it really is a partnership. Whereas before, you know, you're, you're on your own, you're, you might have a roommate or something like that, but it's the first time that you're kind of looking into the darkness, holding hands, saying, okay, we got this, we're going to do it together, and that's why we can face these things. So I really feel like kind of life insurance becomes that conversation because suddenly like, okay, well, my plan is for you to be around for the next you know, 80 years, let's say. But in reality, you know, that might not happen. But we want to make sure that even though one or the other is not there, is that some of these things are still taking place. You know, you kind of mentioned, Gary, about moving. You know, the thing I always think about, like, you know, buying a house, finding a residence, 
things like that, where marriage is when you start having, I think, a lot more conversations around that. And then you need to start looking at, okay, well, if I'm looking for a house for two instead of just one, now I need to make sure that it gets paid for even if I'm not there. Because once you get accustomed to your house and everything like that is, how do I make sure that person can stay in that house, you know? You know, the way I always look at it, Rob and Anna, is, you know, life insurance, when I buy a life insurance policy on myself, that's not for me. That's for the ones that um, should something happen that I leave behind. And so uh, exactly as, as you were talking about, Rob, you know, if, if you're, you know, you buy a house and if something happens to one of you, um, do you want your partner to be able to stay in that house? And I think, uh, well, for the majority of us, it's yes. You know, there's always some rough marriages out there where it's no, I don't want him to have it. But for the majority, you know, you, you, you want your spouse to be able to, to have what you had planned on. And so uh, just that whole uh, security and financial security is, is a key component. Mm-hmm. So, Anna, with these having these new conversations with you and your husband, you know, five months here. So, which congratulations, by the way. I don't know if I yes. said that or not, but Thank congratulations. You very much. <laughs> um, so, when you're kind of having these conversations, um, especially you, you mentioned how you have worked, you work in the life insurance industry. Um, I take it your husband does not. So, when he, when you are having these conversations, do you feel that? I guess he has the same. I guess, thoughts and desires about life insurance. I don't know if desire is the right word. I don't think it would desires life insurance, but you get what I mean. Um, do you think he's kind of thinking that same thing, someone who doesn't uh, swim in the life insurance water all day? He's definitely thinking about our future financially. I don't know if life insurance came to his mind right away, not working in the life insurance field, but uh, he's definitely open to it. And I think... Um, just talking about it and having it be my day to day, I have brought it up multiple times and have shown the benefits of getting life insurance, especially at such a young age. And I've um, even shared that with friends and I have a bunch of friends who are getting engaged and getting married. And it's something that I like to tell them about because I figure they probably don't know unless their parents have told them about it and they most likely don't have an insurance pol policy yet. Mm -hmm. That's great. I love that you're talking to your friends about that because that's, uh, I, I was in the same situation. <laughs> I've been selling yeah. life insurance since I was 18, so I, I mm -hmm. always bring it up all the time. Um, but I do find it interesting too, is that going along the whole lines of the future and everything, um, you know, a lot of times when people are getting married, now I don't have the statistics on this and I don't claim to, but I always think of younger individuals, you know, like yourself, Anna, when you're finally getting married, you're in your 20s, stuff like that. And I know Gary and I have had conversations around this of just, it's such a great time to buy life insurance because it's, it's about as cheap as it's going to get. You know, the, the further you get down the road, um, you know, I think there's other life insurance you should always add it, but marriage is, is a great time to really, say, set a policy in place that's going to be able to carry you through the marriage all the way to the end. Um, I know, Gary, you know, we've kind of talked about uh, like whole life policies. It's a great time to do it. You're in your 20s. It's about as cheap as it's going to get, and that's going to set you in place to have something for the next, well, however long, you know, that looks like, so... When I think of uh, life insurance and, and uh, when I was young, um, you know, one of the first things we did before I was even in the business, 
uh, in the life insurance business for myself was to get a permanent life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. And the reason was, you know, get something started now. I was, I was fortunate enough that uh, I had an insurance agent talk to me uh, at my place of work and, um, you know, show me the low cost that it is today uh, when I was 23 years old versus uh, just 10 years later, how much more that would cost me. And, and uh, it, as you said, Rob, you know, it's never going to get any cheaper than, you know, when you're young. Uh, that's the lowest cost you're ever going to have and something to have the rest of your life. And that's what was important to me was uh, getting a permanent policy, having that base and uh, knowing that as things changed in our lives, you know, when we did purchase a house, when we had children, uh, I was going to need more life insurance because there was more to protect. And um, I knew, luckily, again by talking to a good agent that you know I can supplement the rest of my needs with term life insurance and um, you know I've got my base my good solid base and and supplement from there I think it'd be a great point there Gary really kind of setting up that base you know one thing I've always appreciated about the kind of whole life policies I purchased you know years ago is the fact that you know I keep kind of purchasing term when I do things like like Anna said like buy a house you know you, you kind of have all these um, I don't say new debts, but new responsibilities might be the best way to say it that are, you know, you have to make sure you take care of over the next, say, 20, 30 years. And I think that's when kind of term can kind of step in and be like, okay, this will take care of of this new thing, you know, wait till, you know, little Johnny gets out of the house and okay, now I got the house paid off and and so on. Whereas I had this kind of underlying life, whole life policy that's going to take care of say funeral expenses or even say, say additional income for my spouse. Um, you know, if something were to happen after all these things are done, I'm in my 60s, I'm in my 70s, God willing, and then that's when I go, that place has always been there. And I'm still paying my rate I got set up when I was, uh, you know, 23, which is cheaper than uh, <laughs> at 82, <laughs> just as an example. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's it's funny. I, I've been in the, the business for 26 years, and... Uh, we've all heard the the term, well, I don't want to be overinsured. I don't want too much. And I've been around long enough that I, I've talked to many beneficiaries over the years. And I've never had a beneficiary actually use that term. Oh, we have too much. So, you know, um, you guys just keep part of that. We just, we had, we bought too much life insurance. We don't, we didn't need that much. So that's one of those things that when something does happen, and especially if it happens unexpectedly, and, and there wasn't time to do that last minute planning, there's never enough. And mm-hmm. so that's one thing. And, and one thing that I'm proud of in, in the, uh, career occupation that I've chosen, and and that's working with life insurances. You know, insurance agents fill such an important role. They make such a difference in in people's lives. My best advice to agents would be make sure that you're, you know, doing a good service to your clients, and that's talking to them about their life insurance, making sure that that young couple is set up and that their hopes and dreams are protected. Well, I think it's weird, too, because you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you hear it from agents all the time is that, you know, you're having, it's a wonderful wedding, you know, afterwards, young, happy couple and everything like that. I don't want to be, you know, Debbie Downer and bring up some of these conversations. But, you know, a lot of times I, I, I always kind of think back to myself, if I don't ask, no one is, 
you know, and so I'm the one, if I, I truly care about these people, they're close to me, they're clients, they're, or they're children of my clients, I want to make sure that I'm having those conversations to know that at least they discuss it. I put the seed there. Maybe they're not going to buy today, you know, because everything's going on. But maybe a month from now when they're in their new house, they're sitting there like, you know, what happens if something happens to you tomorrow? Maybe we should call Rob. You know, and I think that that's the thing I would just say, if I can just put that little thing in there, that, hey, I'm just here to help you with this situation, not here to, you know, anything else. I just want to make sure that you're protected and that if one thing happens to you, the other is that you can stay in that house you just bought, take care of the kids you just had. You know, it's all those little things you don't think about too much because you're in this, the, the joy of it all might be the best way to say it, that you need to really keep thinking about, okay, have my life insurance needs changed, you know? What do I need to do to kind of make sure I'm taking care of that and taking care of my spouse? Because like you said, you're buying it for them. It's not for you. You know, you'll never see it. It's for them. And I think that's always a big thing to keep in mind. It's truly showing that you care, you know? I think for for an agent, uh, exactly like you were saying, Rob, plant that seed. um, Let people, uh, let that young husband and wife have the chance to talk about it. Um, Because, you know, that is one of those things um, that really most of us never learn about. You know, we don't have somebody in high school or in college sitting down and talking to us about insurance. Uh, Most of us, um, you know, we, we've all heard, Oh, I, I don't take care of the insurance. Talk to my, talk to my wife about that or talk to my husband. You know, there's usually that one unfortunate person in the relationship that gets saddled. <laughs> unfortunate. Being, yeah, yes. That gets saddled, uh, being the, uh, insurance expert for the family. And, um, you know, uh, until that conversation starts, um, they haven't worked out who, who's going to be that insurance expert in the family. And, um, you know, it's just all about having a conversation and, and it's helping that young family to progress. But one thing we really haven't talked about is the healthy part. And that's the insurability Mm -hmm. part. Um, as insurance agents, we think about Um, When we hear something happens to a friend or a family member, oh, wow, that's going to be really hard now for them to get insurance. But I don't think our clients uh, ever think that way. That's something that we in the industry think about. And so that is so important that, you know, anything can happen, be it an illness be it an accident and somebody loses their insurability. So as we talked about earlier, you know, maybe starting a permanent policy when you're young, locking that in, and then as as your needs change and everything like that, um, getting uh, extra insurance. But unfortunately, uh, there are events in people's lives that, that happen with their health that don't allow them to do that anymore, that don't allow them to purchase more insurance. So uh, to me, that makes it even that much more important that when you're young and healthy, you start Mm -hmm. that permanent policy. Um, Great if you took out a 20-year term policy when you were 30 years old, but if you lose your insurability when you're 45, um, you've got another five years of coverage and and then we all know what happens to those rates on that term policy mm-hmm. at the end of the term period uh, so that makes it really difficult so uh, um, that that is so important and it's a hard thing to talk to our clients about uh, but protecting that insurability and and making sure that people get coverage when they can get it mm-hmm. you know one thing I always tell people too um, yeah basically kind of especially younger ages is, you know, one thing I love about medical science is that we are getting fantastic at curing things, but on the 
other side of that coin, we are identifying things a lot sooner than we used to. So, you know, it used to be things that we weren't know were a problem. We're knowing kind of that going back to insurability where suddenly you're losing insurability in your early 40s because of something they found, you know, and then you can't have anything. So, you know, that goes back to that statement of like, you know, the best policy to buy is to buy it now you know, right now, <laughs> you know, whatever the age is, but especially when you're younger and you're having the conversation, it's a great time to just evaluate everything. You know, this is where we are today. This is where we want to be, say five years from now, 10 years from now, and what that looks like and how much coverage you need to make sure to ensure that happens five, 10, 15 years from now, and really putting those policies and just things in place to make sure that uh, all those kind of hopes and dreams are met. So. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today here on Life Chat. I think we had a great conversation about um, uh, really, uh, you know, things to consider when you're talking to newlyweds and kind of why it's a great time to talk about life insurance. Uh, like I mentioned, this is one in a first of a series that we're going to be doing in Life Moments, so definitely be sure to watch for those. Uh, but I do want to thank uh, both uh, Anna and Gary for uh, joining Life Chat today. It was a great conversation, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.